The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Today is the 17th, if you can believe it, of 2018, March 17th, 2018. As everybody knows, I said yesterday, but I'll say it again today, yesterday was my brother Jimmy's anniversary when we lost him. Um, it's been, a, it seems like a lifetime. Um, we talked about it with Mike Gillette on the show yesterday. Um, for anybody that doesn't know Jimmy, he is the catalyst for the whole FBC M&M empire we're building here. Um, Jimmy had muscular dystrophy, wheelchair bound, and he died very young. He died of pneumonia in his sleep. And um, if you think that things are bad, I was telling Charlie the other day, last week was a really, I mean, a, a vicious week, inside and outside. And it was like, man, there were days I was just, I don't know. It's like, are you going to keep rolling? Well, we're here tonight. The question is, you always keep rolling. Because when you're committed, you'll never stop. You'll never stop. When you say that I'm committed to something, I am definitely going to do it, it resonates. And I think it resonates in the heavens. And it always reminds you of when you feel you're down on your ass for the last time, get back up. Be dedicated. Dedication is everything. So, and I'm sure we're going to hit upon a lot of this tonight. But, as I always say, stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. Why? Because if you don't know how to speak to yourself properly... You're never going to get out of whatever you are in, especially there's so many people that want to, but they don't know how. And you know where it all starts, the majority of it? How you talk to yourself. How you speak to yourself. So think about that. Also, go out to uh, FiorelloBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions, Inc. That is our premier product right now, 14 modules that will not only change your life, but when you're going to hear Charlie, and we have Mark coming in today, he's brand new to the family. When you hear these gentlemen talking with me, I'm sure the majority have done the majority of stuff that are on all those modules. Now, fast forward it 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. Now look where everybody has ascended to. And I dare you to go out and buy those and not tell me five years from now, Hey, Eric, I listen to you and Charlie and Mark, and you know what? Now I'm coming over to Scotland to lift the Denny Stones. Don't think it's impossible because it's more probable than you think. We'll get into more of that, too. Also, too, don't forget our, about our Prosperity Conscious page on FiorellaBarbellCo.com. Um, it's all about donating to the company. Uh, with over 800 podcasts and the feedback I've gotten for the last three years, a lot of people have, and we always thank you for it, but it's a lot of money to run this show. 
Work out there is becoming increasingly tougher because I only last so long. When you love what you do and you don't want to be giving your time to someone unless it's a friend or someone you really respect, you're not lasting, folks. Believe me. So you go out there. There's a $25, $50, and $100. With each donation, you're getting some great, great stuff. Go out and look at it and look it up because I'll tell you right now, with Prosperity Consciousness, I was doing the wrong thing. I just gave, gave, gave. It's not healthy. You need to receive in return. So anything you'd like to donate here, we would much appreciate it. Also, too, don't forget about Fiorella Barbell Company, our YouTube channel. Real men, real strength, real power. Also, Manly Men's Movement. Big, big, big stuff. It's growing like crazy. We want all you guys to just keep putting stuff out everywhere. I don't care. Make a comment. Put a video out. But let's get involved here. We know that men have been suffering for at least the last 40 to 50 years because not only because of these movements out there, but they've lost their way. And they've become very feminized and told that it, it doesn't mean anything to be a man anymore. Well, it does. And we're going to bring manliness back to a level like you've never seen before. But we need you to join us. Also, too, one other thing I always say, men never apologize for being men. I mean that, too. Also, too, come on in here. Um, right now, I am strategically working with anyone. If you live in New York State, come on up here to the FBC Stone and Steel Yard. Um, I guarantee you I will give you the best workout of your life. You won't believe what you learn here in one hour, as opposed to all these clown gyms you go to or you're buying stuff off the Internet that doesn't work or you get hurt. You learn to master your body weight here, and then we move. And until then, you're going to enjoy that, believe me. Also, too, you can Skype me anywhere in the world. We can work together. And don't forget about advertising on M&M. It's right on the main page. Go down there. All you have to do is send me a note. I will call you. I do not text back and forth or email. Something this important, you need to speak to people. That is something we're missing right now. And that's what I do for a living and I love to do. Get involved. I guarantee you'll get 30 years like you've never seen here. Also, too, um, go out to um, motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Charlie's shows with me are starting to stack up now. Go out and look at all the shows I've done with Charlie. I did one with Charlie and Liam last week, which was phenomenal. Mark is on with me tonight with Charlie, and that will be a phenomenal show. Also, sign up for our free newsletter. When I get around to doing them, I put a load of content in them. Uh, It goes to my MailChimp account, and it will be delivered right into your inbox. And I'm trying to think. I believe that's probably it. Now, as I said... We have Charlie Oliphant on here, and we have Mark Sheriffs on here. And if you've been following the last show with Liam, we're going to get into um, Mark is one of the three that are going to be uh, going on April 28th to qualify to be able to go to the Big Bang in August called The Gathering Um all produced by our pal Stevie Shanks. And what's real big this year, and I don't want to rain on Charlie because I want him to tell about it, 
But the Art Blair Stones are going to be in uh, the gathering, and I'll tell you, I couldn't be happier to see that because it gives people an opportunity, all ages, to do stone lifting. And as we're seeing this, and it's not a trend, it's something that's growing like crazy, um, it's great to see. So we're going to talk about that. But first, let me give you a little information on Charlie. I just got to bring this up, and here we go. Charlie's a stone lifter, a farmer, and a Highland Games competitor, and obviously I said he and I believe Mark, his wife, and uh, Liam are all involved in the Art Blair Stones, and I'm going to welcome to the family Mark Sheriffs. Mark is a stone lifter, but here's the coolest thing. He's 53 years old, all right? He's got two daughters, and he's a grandfather of two. Um it's amazing because what I like about this more than anything, everyone knows Charlie's very familiar with Carmen Caputo. And Carmen is 72 years old, and he's been lifting weights for 59 years. And I believe, other than Bill Hinburn, um, Mark now is number three in the line of the oldest gentleman going after stuff. And uh, in my mind, he'll destroy it too, like Liam and Charlie. And it's a great thing to have these guys on because, you know, one thing you can never say about here is we don't honor all age groups who lift. I don't care what you do, but this is great stuff. So, Charlie, welcome back, brother. Well, thanks for having me, Eric. It's it's always a pleasure, and I'm very flattered to have uh, made a second appearance on the show in such a a very short space of time. So, thank you very much. You're welcome. And, Mark, welcome to the show. Welcome to the family. Um, It's very exciting to see what you're going to conquer. So, welcome, my friend. Hi, good evening. Um, I'm really excited to be on the show tonight. Um, When Charlie asked me to do this, um, I was quite honoured. I've kind of been listening to you podcasts and things and uh, you you know show a lot of enthusiasm um you know regarding um stone lifting etc um and i'm just glad to be on the show well it's good to have you um you know if you can't inspire and you can't get people to be enthused and want to better themselves i guess you're in the wrong career you know and uh this is just me all the time and you know i you probably heard obviously um i gotta get the Husafell stone off my back, first of all. But believe me, Scotland is in the radar big time. It'll be very exciting to meet all you gentlemen. Um, Martin Janzix, obviously, and, you know, Stevie and his wife Heather have both extended, you know, the opportunity to come to meet Jack and the Shank Stones. But, you know, one thing at a time, but I got to tell you, um, it's gnawing away at me, and uh, I just keep saving it up, saving it up, because at one point, it'll probably be like a meteor burst when I finally get around the uh, sheep pen with the Husafel, so we'll go from there. Um, Charlie, let's, um, why don't you talk a little bit about Ard Blair be, with, with the gathering and everything. Then what we'll do is I want you to lead into, obviously, Mark coming on board with you and Liam. Let's get into that a little Bit. We'll talk to Mark, obviously, get his feelings, and we'll just, you know, you know how we run the show. We'll just come up yeah. with some great stuff. So take it away. Well, well, thanks, Eric. As, as probably a lot of your listeners already know, um, I run something called the Art Blair Stones, 
which is sort of nine, uh, well, they're atlas stones really, and they're lifted onto barrels which are about 52 inches or 132 centimeters in height. And they, uh, they start at 18 kilograms and go up to 152 kilograms. So they're, they're accessible to all ages, men, women, and have various shows that go on. Uh, around Scotland particularly and uh, yeah as you said earlier uh, one of the events that we're putting on is uh, is in August at the gathering where everybody will come together and there'll be a mass lifting of the Dinny stones and again yeah your reference to Mark Mark is uh, he's an essential sort of uh, a cog in the whole operation and uh, he's uh, he's very great at uh, talking to people and giving them advice and, and uh, along with Liam the, the three of us and Jill basically make everything run and work and yeah. uh yeah he's he's a, he's a marks a very uh, valuable asset as far as the stones go well you know what else too i mean you, you mentioned jill and and liam and mark and yourself i mean let's face it it's a big wheel that runs and you've got to have people there that are committed and involved and as i said in the beginning the dedication um these are words that i'm really harping on now more than ever because i believe that you make goals, but when you use these power words, like I am powerful, I have made a choice to be powerful and dedicated, et cetera, et cetera, and the will. When you learn to, to verbalize things like that, because of what I'm so involved in with, with rewiring, it's very interesting how you can manifest big things. Now, today I was telling Charlie, and, and Mark heard me too, you know, it wasn't the heaviest day I've ever done with training, but I did an awful lot of stonework, which I'm doing some experimenting with the middies with it. It all goes with all the power rack work I'm doing right now. And I want to tell you something. This goes for both of you gents, but Charlie knows of this gentleman, and he knows how much I, I, I love him like a brother, honestly, John McKean. And... Uh, Mark, just to fill you in, and we're going to get right to you, too. Um, yep. We're doing a thing called mashing middies, I call it, in the power rack. And basically, you're lifting these monster weights, uh, obviously, at a dead start position with an isometric hold on the last set. But without getting into a lot of detail... Um, there is really no way you're you're constantly at a deficit with everything. There's nothing that is easy to pull, push, or squat with. You're in these positions that are almost impossible to move weights, which creates you to have to drop a lot of your weights down considerably. The ego's got to go right out the window with everything. Okay, but to make a long story short, the stuff is absolutely incredible. Um, it, it was a different, uh, uh, a difference from the way I always trained for stones before. So it was really, uh, you run into this program and it's like you go all the way with it and not worry about anything when you go abroad. Now, Charlie, you, both of you are going to appreciate this. John, who's one of the most phenomenal lifters and he's like 69 years old. He was big with, you know, York with the power racks with Bill March, Zig, Dr. Ziegler, all these big, big names. And a lot of them didn't know what these guys were doing where they take a massive weight and move it two to four inches. At the time, they were holding it with an isometric hole for a count of 12. We've done other research. Six will suffice, which is brutal. Now, John's grandson is 12 years old. 
and he's got him on the monster middies or mashing middies at twelve. Do you know uh, Charlie and Mark? This kid has doubled his bench press already. How's that? That's amazing. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, they, Charlie and Mark. I'm telling because Charlie. I've talked to Charlie a lot about this, Mark, offline and on, and he knows a, a lot of what I've been doing. Um, that that should give you an indication of what's going on with this stuff, Charlie. It, it, it's 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 literally deadly, man, and I mean deadly in a good way. And you know, I've been getting calls from Doctor Wong now last week. When are you going to put this stuff out? I said it's not ready to come out. And I'd really love to find a fabricator to build the power rack to go with the program, but that's another thing. Um, Mark, let's uh, let's talk a little bit, obviously, about the Denny Stones. Um, give us a little, give everyone out in in motivation land a little bit of the history of you and Charlie, and how did this whole thing with the Denny Stones um, transpire, so to speak? Well, Eric, um, I, I played rugby for 20 years, which is a real contact sport. Um, and at one of the ale festivals that Liam uh, attended as well, I kind of met Jill uh, and his lovely family and, um, you know, gave the stones a go. Realised that uh, these stones, um, you know, a lot of technique and you need a lot of power to lift them. And felt, you know, pretty inadequate when I, uh, I did them for the first time. Um, you know, when the show was over, um, I kind of hung about and sort of got to know Jill and Charlie. And from then on, um, you know, I was asked to come and help them. And uh, I've been really hooked on uh, these heavy weights and yep. um, just the excitement and, the, you know, the motivation from people trying these things. I mean, we've had gentlemen, 72-year-old from New Zealand, awesome. trying to lift these stones at the Highland Games yep. and to see this guy trying it three times you know the, the guy got four or five stones at 72 you know it just showed me you know how good um, you know a sport this is I call it a sport because you know to train for these Denny stones and to train for these Atlas stones and the Arblair stones you, you really have to train hard yeah. um, I've never trained so hard I mean I trained at the rugby for years um, but this, um, you know, the schedule that we are kind of running to um, that, that, that Andy Kearney gave us um, is, is quite brutal. Um, but no pain, no gain. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll tell you what. Um, Charlie is, uh, I always said how inspired I was by Charlie, and I still am. Uh, 2017 was a banner year for him. And, you know, when I talk about the mid-range of the rack, where you really got to settle if you've got an ego, either you settle it or you can't do it. And you could say the same thing about Charlie because obviously Andy went through with him, felt there were some points on him that needed to be improved for him to be uh, obviously um, on the winning track with everything. Um, and, you know, Charlie could have said, hey, I don't, I don't need to do that. I've been lifting for X number of years. What are you saying to me? And the thing is, you got to admire it. Charlie respected Andy enough, and he realized that he had some things to shore up if he wanted to reach these goals. And look at 2017. I mean, the guy was, there was nothing he wasn't lifting. So, look, Charlie, 
you know, obviously, you know, you seem to be on a roll big time. And now you got two guys with you that are, at the end of April, are going to settle the score one way or the other. And I, I'm sure they'll both be in the gathering, especially like Liam when he was talking about. You know, he hasn't done a lot of weightlifting. Mark, before I go to um, Charlie, have you done a lot of weightlifting through your rugby career? Yeah, we did do weightlifting, uh, okay. but not to the extremes that I'm doing now. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I've always been one for you know going to the gym and and doing weights in between your training for the rugby. Yep. But the the, the actual weightlifting that we're doing at present is you know we, we're up to three hundred kilos. You know, yep. not two three hundred pounds. It's two hundred you know three hundred yeah. kilos. Yep. I never ever thought I'd ever lift weights like that at my age. But yep. With the, with the training and Charlie's so good at you know pointing out and helping you to lift these dinnies. Um, I mean, there's Liam now. He's managed to lift the dinny weights um, uh, just at the start of this week. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, he did the three 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 kilos. So I mean, yeah, it's 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 really really good. Um, very mo- motivational, and yep. um, I, I'm I'm just loving it. I can't get enough. Well, I'll tell you, you know, they talk about the fountain of youth with this, that, and the other thing, if you want to use that terminology. Anybody that has not lifted a stone sandbag or used a, um, an Olympic bar or a standard bar, you don't know what you're missing because I'm telling you right now, you're starting to see more and more and more of this, and people are just going berserk with it. Charlie, obviously uh, 2017 was a year. Obviously, you can't have much of an ego because um, a lot of guys, let's, let's be honest with each other, um, a lot of guys would be either insulted or they tell you to go fuck off, basically. <laughs> um, so let, let, let's catch everybody up a little bit. You know, 2017 was one hell of a year. But the great thing is we always talk about here now, you're helping other people. And I know you're that type of guy anyways, but you've got a formula down now. And I do believe both Liam and Mark are going to um, they're going to get the fruits of your success and keep going. So take it away. Yeah, well, I mean, to me personally now, the, the focus is really on Mark and Liam. I mean, there's, certain, there's pretty much nothing now that, that Mark and Liam between themselves haven't lifted in terms of historic stones. I mean, every because we've done a lot of historic stones as well. You know, mm-hmm. we've gone on yep. tours, we've done several tours, and they've pretty much take, done everything. And it's quite, it gives me a sense of pride as well because sure. basically, let's supposing there's an Ardblair Stones event running and Mark's there and Liam's there. And between the three of us, you know, there's pretty much hardly any question. There's been pretty much no without wishing to sound arrogant or egotistical. Between the three of us, there's not an awful lot we don't know about the historic stones and the training and, and that broad expanse of experience. Yeah. And, 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 and honestly, and, and, and I'm really, pleased uh, and, and that uh, obviously Mark's um, uh, come on the show as well and, and Liam because to my mind the, the sort of the association with motivation and muscle and the fact that all three of us have been on it I think even raises our game a bit more Thanks. and I think it's a nice thing that we've uh, that the three of us can sort of share together and um, so so basically I mean that's great you know so I mean imagine that the three of us running the Arbler Stones uh, lifted the dinnies and uh, the next thing we need to do is really sh- get the Get the uh, Mark and Liam meet their shoulder, the Inver. Oh, then, uh, oh yeah. They, they've lifted. They've lifted the Inver both. You know, yep. fairly easily. Yep. But um, I, I think, yeah, there's there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of experience there. So if anybody's asking about the stones or where's this one or that one or how, what would you advise, then I think we're well equipped to deal with that. Oh, without a doubt. And you guys got such a brotherhood there. 
I mean, I know they use that word a lot. It's like a lot of things that I believe are overused. But you know something? Um, let, let's be honest, John, and I'm going to go right to um, uh, – well, Charlie, I'll go to you first, and then I'll go to Mark. But, you know, let's be honest with a lot of things. A lot of guys, you know, I, they don't want to share this and share that. They think that, oh, if I do that, it makes me weak. But I'll tell you right now. When you're lifting of men of your caliber and you're sharing things, this is where you get creative and real smart. This is where you outshine a lot of these other men because you can drop that bullshit, you know, exterior and you can say, all right, this, that, and the other thing. So tell me what, I mean, you're with two, I mean, you're, you know, everybody obviously, but you know, with Liam and Mark, you've got a real good thing. Obviously with Jill too, your wife, but what is it you feel with those other two gentlemen? What is it that you feel that keeps the glue together? You know what I'm saying? Like, as a man, talk like a man to me, obviously, and tell me, what is it about those other two men that you feel, you know, you guys got the glue between the three of you? Well, I think one of the first things is that, well, we all live fairly close to each other. So, I mean, we, we see each other fairly regularly. We live in, it's, we live in a fairly small town. Okay. Uh, all three of us. So there's the proximity thing. Another another aspect of it is that I would say that in terms of strength, we're probably all much of a muchness between each other. Mm-hmm. So if we, if we are training or lifting, then it's not as if anybody's lifting any lighter weights and we're kind of waiting. Not that that would be a problem, of course. Right. But it does make life easier when you're all pretty much a similar standard for training. Yep, yep, definitely. Uh, Mark, tell me, I mean, in your own words, um, what is it? What, what's the glue between the three of you? You think? Well, just first off, it was it was the enthusiasm with everyone, you know, from Liam to, yep. to Charlie to his kids to to all the competitors trying, you know, to lift these Adler stones. It's really, you know, it's really addictive, and just to see, you know, there's there as young as sort of four or five year old kids trying these stones right up to people at seventy two year old. Yep. Um, you know, I live close to Charlie. We live in a beautiful part of the country. There's hills and mountains around us, and lovely castles and stones everywhere to lift. And um, you know, I got invited um, to lift uh, some ancient stones um, off a few months ago there. And uh, you know, I met Andy Kearney and Neil Elliott, John Pollock, um, all real strong, uh, real strong men. Um, you know, and I was just expecting to put a bit of wind beneath the, you know, the first yep. three stones that were lifted. Yep. You know, the first stone was the breathing stone, and you know, the kick out actually just being there and the nervous energy, you know, because you don't want to let yourself down. You want to be a big, strong man in front of these people, you know. Yeah. Um. So I didn't only lift the stone; I shouldered it as well. Nice. So you know, I shouldered that breathing stone, which is you know an ancient stone that many a man. And before me, strive to lift, and I feel quite proud, you know, that I've actually managed to do that. Um, and then we went on to the the, the Inver and the Dalhoney, and uh, oh, sorry, it was the Dalhoney and the, the Newton Moor. Um, uh, and believe me, it was a, a real cold day. You know, there was snow blowing through, and there we are, we are tops off, lifting these <laughs> ancient stones. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and, and and we managed to um, uh, I managed to shoulder the two stones as well. Yeah. You know, yep. so going home that night, I was feeling aye, like a real man. Yeah. Hey, I mean, how, how do you even sleep after something like that? I mean, your body is just adrenalized at that point. 
Um, Charlie, obviously, add, add anything to that with Mark that you want to add, because I know you're trying to get in. Well, no, no, I was, I was just so chuckling at Mark's reference yeah. to being topless, yep. feeling like a real man. Yep, yep, but, yep. Yeah, he's yep. absolutely right, but I was obviously on that tour as well. Yeah. And yeah, Mark, Mark did it, he did really well. I mean, I expected him to, I mean, it, it wasn't really any, any doubt there, but for Mark, I guess it was, you know, we'd actually gone up to Inverness and stayed overnight to try and get all these stones in, which are slightly further away from our town. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it was a big deal to kind of make that commitment and, and sort of drive up there. And, uh, um, but no, it was, it was, yeah, it was a wonderful thing. You know, it was, it was a great feeling, great sort of, uh, camaraderie amongst yeah. everybody. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that, I mean, we've done several tours since then, but that, that one was particularly good because everybody got good lifts in yeah. and, um, yeah. Well, anything with your shirt off and the snow blowing at you has got to be a good time. Period. That's just the way it is. Um, Mark, let me ask you this. Uh, obviously, you're getting ready for the end of April with the Denny's to qualify, have them sign off on it. Um, what t- You've lifted enough stones now that I know more of your history, obviously. Um, in your mind, what separates the Denny's from everything you've done past? Well, the Denny's, it's, it's, it's this weight of 734 or whatever pounds, you know, uh, 333 kilos. It's, it's a lot of weight. Yep. It really is. When you tell people, you know, it's 333, they think it's pounds and you say, no, it's <laughs> kilos. Yep. Um, and they just look at you thinking, there's no way in this God's earth that um, you're going to lift that. You right, know? right. But with the right training, you know, Charlie's got these replica weights um, in, yep. in the garage with no heating, may I add. Um, and we leave the door open so we're sort of replicating yep. the weather conditions that we're going to come across when we're up there. Um, and we started off, you know, Charlie's obviously done it before. And when you see Charlie lifting these dinnies, he's got great technique. Um, you know, and he's lifting these without any effort, really, or he makes it look that way. When I first started, you know, lifting these weights and the Denny training, we were on half that weight, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and yep. it's, it's the awkwardness of the, this big weight in front and you've got the other weight behind and you're twisting your body and um, latterly there, um, I strained myself. Um, I probably didn't warm up properly uh, and I strained my lats, you know, yep. down my right-hand yep. side. Yep. So I've been undergoing physio um, uh, present for that. Um, I had a wee training session with Charlie yesterday. Uh, just one arm uh, training sessions to get my technique right. And I think we've mastered that. So, you know, the weights were going up really easy yesterday. And my lats um, are, yeah, they weren't near as sore. Um, and there's another guy that's coming up to do the Denny's, Ken Hardaker. He's suffering the same as myself. He's he's 48 years old. Yep. He's done his lats in as well so he's looking to do do them sort of hand side by side yep. style, handbag style yep, yep. Um, which is a real hard way to do it um, so hopefully you know, best of luck to Ken um, he'll be up there hopefully lifting these dinnies with us but yep. yeah these dinnies are something else um, it's a real mind over matter to get this, this weight up but once we achieve it you know I'll be well chuffed Hell yeah! I mean, yeah, that is huge. To I mean, to be able to lift something of that impact. I mean, and like you said too, most people are going to be like, ah, there's no way you can do that. You know, the same old, same old. You're going to get hurt. This, that, and the other thing. But you know, as I say to people, and we've talked on this show a million times, it's like 
people that lift heavy things, no matter how you want to put the tattoo on it, so to speak, you're not like other people. I don't care what anybody tells you. It's nothing against people that don't lift, live in the quote-unquote modern world to me, but they don't get it. It's it, To be able to do anything of that magnitude, you have a big separation between you know, the guy or girl that's sitting in the cubicle all day, even if you are, but you're going out more into that prehistoric life, the life that most people have left long behind or don't even know anything about. And that's why when you get out in the middle of nowhere and the snow's blowing through you and you got no shirt on or you got a shirt on or whatever you're doing, you know, the, the stone's half frozen to the ground, this is the type of individual that you have become. You know, like you just said now, when you're at Charlie's and you're lifting the Dinnies, you know, no matter what, the door's open, you're simulating as close as you can to the actual outdoor lift of the Dinnies. So when you go to these places, whether you're going for your qualification or the gathering, you've got your hands on it. It doesn't have to be the same, but you're so used to being out in the environment that you're going to be able to cruise in. Because we know that little things like that can kill you, literally. Because if you're not ready for it, the mind engages, obviously, the fear mechanisms. And the next thing you know, you're talking yourself out of being able to do that. Charlie, comment on any of that. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, to me, it goes beyond just... Uh, a strength thing. I yeah. mean, it's 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 the experience of being in these conditions and being outside and being with nature to a certain extent. Uh, I think. Um, I mean, you, you, there are people with a sufficient enough interest in the historic stones to want to just stand there next to them and be photographed. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, I mean that maybe uh. there are people who are who are unable to for whatever reason or, or uncomfortable lifting them, but nevertheless, yeah. there have it's significant enough that people were prepared to do that. So if you can obviously take it one step further and make an experience of it and, and you know, breathe in the country air and, and, and lift these stones and kind of imagine the people lifting them before you, that's, again, that's another big aspect as well as the physical one, I think. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. What do you guys think? I mean, obviously we know we've got to kind of share everything to get, get where we got. You know, we got to weight lift. We've got to practice lifting the various stones we want to go after. Um, and obviously, there isn't one of us that doesn't want to have success with everything we do. But we've talked a little bit about this just now. What do you, Charlie, I'll ask you first. And there's got to be something different. What is it about people that like to do all the various things we like to do? What? I mean, what what is the separation there? Besides, obviously, um, you gotta you gotta be a little bit different in your thinking. But what 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 in your mind do you think makes you a little bit different because of what you do? Well, I, th- I think the irony is is that um, there are lots of, there are lots of people who Mark and I, like Liam and, and other people who, who we've met, who have the similar common interest. Yeah, but I would say that Mark's seems to be slightly exceptional as much he's from a rugby background and team sports and, and being in that situation whereas myself personally I think I'm more of a solitary person yep. and from my experience of having met most of the stone lifters I would say from my personal experience most of them are more solitary 
Um, that's what I think. Yeah. And, and I think it just makes it that more poignant when these people come together uh, for a similar interest and they've all been doing their own thing in their own gyms or their own sheds or whatever it is for this, this common goal. And they haven't had a coach or anything. You know, there's not been like a four or five people being shouted at saying, do this or do that. Yep. I think it's quite a personal thing. It's quite a, a, a no, it's almost like a noble thing. And, and then people come together, you know, from whether it's Ken uh, from, from down south, as, as Mark said, for the Dinnies, or people coming from up north and then all kind of joining together. Yep. You've got that instant bond because, you know, it's all on us. You know, you either you do it or you don't do it. You can't hide. You can't, you know, blame somebody else for dropping a ball or, or whatever it is. It's all on you and you have to put that work in and that commitment. And, and, it's, and, and I think somehow that increases the, the, sort of the bond, if you like. Um, I want to say something too. Uh, you hear me talking about gatekeepers here. See, I'd see us standing at the gate with a pickaxe and a sword. I mean that too. Um, that's the differentiation I see between a lot of really stalwart lifters, and I, 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 I think the mental end is gigantic but as I always said I think we've got the DNA too and I think it goes so deep within us that most people can't correspond or respond to it and when you talk about solitary you and I have talked about this on and offline I'm just like that solitary can I train with other people yeah but as you I Mark Liam you name them Andy Martin, all these guys, you're going to find out how many takers are you going to really have to do stuff like this. So you've got to have the type of mental, physical, and soul where Charlie Oliphant can go and lift by himself and not need somebody shouting his name how great he is. See, this is where we got into this with a lot of the pro sports now, especially football and stuff I won't watch. That's all they are, man. They remind me, you know, a lot of people compare it to the WWE wrestling. It has a lot of that identity. I'm not a guy that um, was ever a me, me, me guy. But um, I don't like the trends of a lot of these things, the the sportsmanship, if you even want to call that. You know, I always laugh. They're saying, well, you can do 20 reps with 225 with the bench. Fine. They have to do that in these combines. Go out and take uh, the Inverse Stone, for instance, because they, someone will always say, well, that thing's not that heavy, you know, by the poundage, and it's like you probably couldn't even lift it off the ground, let alone roll it up your chest or shoulder it. So that's my point with the whole thing. Mark, here's my question, the same thing that I said to Charlie. Yeah. What, is, what is the separation to you? Now, obviously you've played more of a sport team style with rugby but how do you see yourself are you a team guy have you changed now you know you're in your young 50s are you more of a solitary animal because once this is all said and done whether you guys keep going till you go to the gathering or whatever where are you going now or where, where do you think you're going with the with the stones and everything else at this point after all yeah, well, when we played rugby, you know, it was like being in the trenches. You, you had somebody to watch your back at all times, and you did the same for them, you know, so it yep. was a real team effort. 
Uh, some guys put in 150%. I've always put 150% in to my work, to my, you know, to my, to my sport, everything that I do. But then you get the guys that put in 70%, they show up, um, and that's the kind of, you know, the kind of guys that, uh, personally I don't like. You know, you get men yep. and boys. Yep. Um, but the stone lifting community, you know, they're, they're few and far between, but it's gaining massive momentum. Um, but the guys that do it, uh, don't underestimate them because these are strong, you know, mentally and very strong physically. Um, you know, and that's the difference. I mean, there's a lot of people out there wonder what the hell are you lifting these stones for? Or, you know, you say that it was 280 pounds in weight and they say, well, that's not very heavy. I can lift whatever <laughs> on the back. Yeah, yeah. And you say, okay. Right, we've got the Ardware Stones coming along um, soon. There's three events um, at the Highland Games. We've got the Ale Festival and whatever else that's coming on. Come along and have, give them a go. Yeah. Now, these big guys, I know them. I've known them for a long, long time. They will not come down and lift these stones. You know, yep. for the embarrassment that yep. they can't lift them. Yep, we've, we've talked about that with Bill Crawford. I've talked to Charlie about that. I've had friends of mine that were... 700 pound deadlifters and they're clean too i throw a 230 pound 250 pound atlas stone let me tell you they some of them went after it that the majority of them, if they got it on the lap that was a lot they weren't standing up with it and they were so pissed off man i mean all cut up all that and then we'll have them come over to lift. I've got three Husa steel stones that have the exact measurements of the stone in Iceland, the Husa fell, to train for it. And, um, you know, that thing's loaded with shot. The, the heaviest one to start with is 230. The middle one is 190. And the lightest one is 160. Um, even with those, because of the girth of the stone alone, there weren't a lot of takers on it, and a lot of them would be like, well, you know, I'll do it another time. I didn't push it, all right, because that's not my objective to embarrass anyone or try to shame them into do something. It's like I believe with any type of stones, you've got to want to do it. You know, I could watch Charlie all day and come over to Scotland and meet him, but if I didn't want to lift him, I mean, he could go after my manhood, I'd probably go after it then. That would be the last resort. But let's face it, if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. And you know what the thing is more than anything? I've told Charlie this before. Martin Janzix has been dynamite to the show like so many of the guys over there. And, you know, I, I know a few things that have happened with him with different people, um, especially from over here that, um, you know, if he came up to me or you or Charlie and said, you know, Eric, move up a little or, you know, go back a foot and I, I know you're going to lift those stones, well, I'm going to listen to him. And, like, the running joke here is all the time with Martin is when you come over here, I'll make a stone lifter out of you, all right? Now, look, I could take that the wrong way and say, you know, like, who the F do you think you are, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? I know he means it in a different way, and it's all right if he means it direct, right, to me. But when you respect people that do 
magnificent things. There's no way I can't lift, learn and lift with him. And it wouldn't be a sign of not, not the power. It's just like, okay, what is the technique you're using here? What, how, do I got to straddle this thing? Whatever, all right? The point of the matter is I've never been a guy that is going to be offended. I mean, unless you say something to me, then that could be trouble because we'd have a, we'd have a problem. But I don't take things like that as, a, and, and get offended by it because I believe that a lot of these guys, and I think most of them, anyone who I've had on the show from Scotland or anywhere, they're just damn good people. And I do believe not only with the brotherhood, but I think, you know, I, I see a difference in a lot of stone lifters, and, and it's this. They really seem to got, like you talk about getting your having your back, yes, but there seems to be this quality where everyone wants to see you lift the damn thing. They don't want to see people posing with it. They want to see you lift it. Charlie, comment on any of that, brother? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, I mean, like like you, Eric, I'm always happy to take advice from anybody. I mean, yeah. I, I think I think it doesn't matter how good or talented you are. You, you should certainly, you know, take other people's advice on board what you choose to do with it from there is entirely up to you right but i mean um uh, for instance i mean uh i've posted the odd video of me uh in my dinny lifts and uh stevie will, will contact me now and then and maybe say what about this what about that yeah it's all, it's, yeah it's, it's, but it's it's all you know it's all good natured and friendly sure and um it, you know you can choose to take the advice or not but nevertheless i appreciate the fact that somebody's taking an interest enough to actually give give me some uh, suggestions. I mean, and, and, and you're saying, you know, uh, when you come over to Scotland, yeah. I mean, if you, if I would, if, if you have some advice for me, I'd, I'd be delighted to hear it. You know, right, I right, mean, uh, absolutely. I'm I'm totally open to um, to any any suggestions that anybody has. And you, you, I mean, it's it's a, it's a cliche, but you're, you're constantly learning, so um, you can only improve really. And what you do with the advice is up to you. But 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 yeah. You, yeah, you should take it on board. You should you should sort of listen to it, definitely. Yeah. Well, I think, too, man, it, it really shows uh, of the type of man you are, too. You know, we talk about character here like crazy. You know, if you're going to be a little sissy boy and get all upset about it and say, well, I'm not going to talk to him or I'm not going to train with him, you know damn well you're never going to have any success because, you know, the road to any goal, you know, is not going to be easy. Uh, that's just the way life works. I mean, just when you think you got it by the, the, the throat, suddenly it knocks you to the ground and puts its foot across your throat. So this is all this is all part of not only learning but success. Uh, Mark, comment on any of that. I'm interested. You know, obviously you've had to take some direction, um, and you've had great success already. But what is your feeling? You know, I mean, people giving you direction, people. You know, wanting the best for you. Obviously, you can't have thin skin because if you do, you're not going to do very well in any of this stuff. So take it away. Yeah, just to reiterate what Charlie was saying there. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm quite a strong guy. You know, I've always been quite strong. I've put on a bit of weight and a bit of muscle now with this training, which is great. And I'm starting to, to love the way I look and so is the wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um no, I mean, you know, I wouldn't be able to lift the stones I'm lifting now, you know, without taking, you know, help from Andy Kearney and all these kind of guys. You can't turn around and say, no, I'm not going to listen to them. I'm just going to struggle on here. Yeah, you could be the most powerful guy in the world, but you still need direction. Every one of these, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you name it, all these guys have people 
that have you know motivated them, they've trained them, they've, they've told them different techniques to build bigger muscles, and you must listen to that, and it's all part of you know you you, you trying to progress in in in, in the, the events that you're doing. You know, um, yeah, it doesn't yeah. make you any less of a man um, for for someone you know to tell you that look, if you do it this way, it'll be you know far better for you, yep. and you know it'll make you more of a bloody man if you listen to them. You know? No, I totally agree, and I think, especially here, I mean, I know it's all over in your neck of the woods, too. Um, the young, You know, when you see, like, my nephew Danny, who is Lawrence's age, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't be happier to see that stuff, because, you know, we were talking about with Mike Gillette yesterday, you know, the incidences of of diabetes now with these young kids. I mean, it's rampant anyways, but, you know, no kid should be 100 pounds overweight. Obviously, you know, they're not getting good direction from the parents. You know, obviously, they probably look, they're on their way to being whatever the parents are. And there's too much stuff now. You know, Charlie and I have talked about this. Where the hell did all the physicality go? I mean, we they hardly even have gym here in any of the schools because, and it's come down to this all the time, and, and you know and Charlie knows, I'm sure, you know, you have daughters and grandchildren. Um, you know, nobody wants anybody's feelings to get hurt. We all want a medal or we want some type of citation or a pat on the back to tell you how great you are, and that is fine. But whatever, you know, happened about going out and earning it, and that is the big rub right now with everything, especially with me. We see what is happening and how I believe human beings, I'll just speak for the United States, are de-evolving right now. All right? And I think there's only one thing in my mind, and we practice it here and we always have. I do believe that manual labor it could be a key Obviously, they've killed a lot of the farms here in the United States, but there's a certain factor of strength by doing things like that. And when you do work with your hands, when you're moving things, when you're milking a cow, when you're shoveling shit all day, all right, there's a certain style of strength you build. And you build it mentally, physically, spiritually. And not only that, you're going to be a lot less likely to be basically run over by everything. Whether it's media, trends, people that supposedly um, got your back, so to speak. And I think you build that type of strength and quality where you don't necessarily have to go out and be a weightlifter. But boy, oh boy. It is going to go right across the board if you're in a why? Because you're used to being physical. And I believe the only way we're going to start seeing a lot less of these casualties, that's why I'm so adamant about taking this show mainstream. Because I want people that have never even heard of this stuff or barely, you know, grazed it to say, hey, look. You know, you can learn your body weight. Hey, look, you can start with a sandbag, an empty Olympic bar, an empty one-inch standard bar, or you know what? Like I do with my nieces and nephews. I have little stones that might weigh 5, 
10, 15 pounds. You know what you do right away? I teach them to clean it, wrap the stone, and take off. So what I'm saying is I believe, at least in the United States, if they don't get more back to a manual style of labor, we're going to keep seeing a lot of casualties, and especially the young kids. Charlie, comment on any of that first, please. Yeah, well, there does seem to be, certainly, I would say, in the United Kingdom here, that that there is less focus on on uh, physicality, manual labor. Yep. Um, yep. There seems to be uh, there seems to be a sort of a big push to get people into universities mainly. Yep. And uh, and then I think the expectation is they probably have uh, some sort of administrative job, uh, I don't know, accountancy or uh, I don't know, whether it's being a lawyer or something that basically involves being in an office. Yep. But then I think the actual reality of the situation is that because. Um, a lot of trades are sort of there's less apprenticeships there's less uh, people um studying to be electricians or plumbers or or, or indeed farms and things um and and i, I suppose slightly cynically I, I i might say that uh the, the university push is possibly a, a means of keeping governmental figures uh the employment levels yep. keeping the employment levels up because uh, as long as people are being educated even supposing arguably in a lot of instances it might not even be necessary because you can have just as an equally fulfilling and satisfying life or be self-employed and your own boss in, in any of these very decent, worthy you know trades, as I said, plumbing or electricity yeah. or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're, um, yeah there's, there's a lot of people, a lot of young people, I think, who could could be being more physical, but the the culture is not really... It's not really pushing that, if you know what I mean. It, no, it's, I agree. It's away. Yeah, I agree, and it, it is slipping away. But you know, I've heard him say even locally, um, because I applied for a couple construction jobs. They can't find young men, middle-aged men, anything that want to do anything like that. I mean, one guy was talking about they've owned a, a building company, I think, for about fifty years. They said it's impossible to even find a guy now that wants to push a wheelbarrow. I was like, bring it on, man. Bring it on. Because I look at it this way. When you're doing things like that, that's going to, to me, influence my lifting even more. Mark, comment on anything. Take it away, brother. Yeah, I'll give you a few facts here. Um, you mentioned farms in America. Yep. Um, we've, we've also got lots of farms in Scotland as well with Arable and um, you know the cattle side as well. Now, in my business, that uh, I do a lot of pest control and things like that, uh, you know, we go around the farms, have done for the last 20 years. Now, even 10 years ago, five years ago, you would go to the average farm, there'd be six farm workers there, pretty much labour-intensive, you know, oh, yeah. these six guys working on the farm, um, you get one, there'll be one guy on the farms now, it's all done mechanically. Yep. I, I played rugby, as I've told you, you know, for 20 years, the rugby team in Blairgairie was made up of farmers. Yeah. Years ago, right? These were hardy, big lads, you know, great diet, um, great ethic, work ethic, um, you know, hardy men. And now you'll be lucky if there's one or two farmers in the rugby team now, um, yeah. purely because there isn't the numbers anymore. And secondly, they're sitting a tractor all day, basically, and that's sort of the level of work that they're at. But yeah, it's... Um, it's just a culture that we're in, and we need to change it because um, yep. you know you see the kids are blaming the iPhones, the phones. Oh, God, you know they sit on these bloody things, and you actually 
when we go up to the gym now and you go up there to do your set and you want to do that set because you know that's what you are you want to give 150 percent and you've got these guys standing looking at themselves taking photographs you know yeah, and you yeah. just think come yeah. on guys yep you know what, what, what are you trying to do here i think they just go to the gym so they can go home at night and say yeah I went to the gym. I, I, I've been a, a real good boy tonight, you know. But, <laughs> yeah, but you know, so, go ahead. You know, it's just the way society's went, and you know what? 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 What we're going to do to change it? Because it, you know, it's, it's it's really worrying. But the great thing, you know, go back to that Blair Stones and these kind of events. It's amazing. We had something like you know four four hundred people standing round our event, um, you know, the Highland Games there. All wanting to lift these stones, we actually had to um, stop the list because we ran out of time. And how good is that for these youngsters, you know, to do that and the motivation that hopefully they'll get, you know, going forward? Yeah. And um, you know, I, I just don't know what you know what Charlie does, and you know, we make no money out of this. And, right. You know, right. It costs money. It costs money to do it, but the benefits outweigh that. You know, so. Good on Charlie for doing what he's doing, and, and, and same with yourself for your show, etc. Thanks, thanks. Just, just keep it all going. Well, you know what I think too, though? You guys have proved it anyways with the Art Blair Stones. There is a hunger for that. I think male and female have that. It's in our DNA because we used to do at one time very, very vigorous work, no matter what it was. You know, I mean, think about a mother on a farm, all she had to do. Same with the fathers, the sons, and the daughters, all right? And not only that, there was that family atmosphere where you all sat down together at dinner. All these things that we've lost, especially in America, it's still there with some people, but we all know. If it's not devices you've got in your hand all the time, you know, let's get something quick, eat it, and run. So you never digest your food properly. You're always moving. The body and the mind never has a chance to come down. Even, look at how many people can't sleep at night. Well, I mean, when that's all you're doing day in and day out, you're going to have ramifications. Now, we both know, we talked about this before we came on. You know, you have a bad week. I ha- I've had a lot of bad shit this week that improve upon now but at the time you've got to deal with it but like i told both of you you know i went out and trained today i told charlie and i told uh mark it's the only thing that can diffuse me literally i can't diffuse i can sit and try to meditate myself down talk to myself that will help to a point but it's just picture like a helium balloon when I go out there and do the stuff I do, whether I'm making gains today, staying the same, or we've had a few uh, setbacks which are temporary, it's the only thing that pops the helium out of the balloon. It's always been that way for me, and I love it. I love to be able to go out and do whatever I'm going to do for that day, come in, eat, obviously shower, whatever I've got to do from that point. And like tonight when we get off the show, I've got to do a few more things. But it's going to be an early bedtime tonight because i got to get up early, do a lot of things. i got a pod tomorrow, got to get a couple shows up maybe. But the point of the matter is this. Lifting, and this is, this is the rub with me. I know it's gone through a lot of decades where, you know, it was laughed at. And a lot of that was due to to the clowns that were out promoting this stuff 
etc., etc. But as Dr. Wong said about Charlie, myself, the show here, everything is this. These guys aren't worried about six-pack abs. They want to go out and lift the friggin' moon. All right? That's the difference. No one's telling you to get overweight and get unhealthy. That's not what we talk about here. What we're talking about is become the strongest, biggest, best version of yourself. And you know what the fun of this more than anything is? It's never enough. See, that, you know, with me, with with going and doing all these different things that, you know, 40 years old, people are telling you, hey, time to slow down. You don't need to be doing this anymore. Aren't you afraid to get hurt? You get another injury. You know what with me is? It's like, it's like an adrenaline rush all the time. It's like the shock of what can I do now and how good can I get at it? And can I do this now for the next 30 years? That's my point with everything. Charlie, take it away. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you, like with age and um, people saying, uh, you know, you get, you get comments all the time on Facebook or something, and they're, 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 the people are well-meaning. Yeah. The things like, oh, watch your back and, yeah. you know, and all these sort of things. And, I mean, the, the, we've talked about this before, but the irony is as long as you're being sensible, which we are, then you're actually making your back stronger. You're actually improving your body. You're, you're, you're making it capable of sort of withstanding so much more than the norm absolutely work towards it so i think the sort of the point is lost for a lot of people maybe they don't appreciate the amount of training and work that goes in behind the scenes to get to that video or whatever it is that you've posted um so that 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 can be a a bit off-putting because you know you want to be surrounded by totally positive people because when you when you're surrounded by enthusiastic and positive people who have total belief in your ability, then you're just gonna your your strength is just gonna go through the roof. I mean, yeah. it's a yep. it's a significant contributing factor to um, you know sort of blasting through plateaus and whatever it happens to be. Yeah, it's like I'll tell you, it's like uh, Bill Crawford said to me. You know, I know it's used a lot, but the word journey, but it it, it it's a journey in the places that most people never could even go and and that's all right but me yeah i've been thinking about it's been like the roulette wheel all day today in my head i'm like okay what do you think i'm going to end up lifting in the rack in such and such movement by say august now and are things going to break here so big that maybe i'll even surprise you guys and i'll land on your doorstep for all you know what i'm saying is the possibilities are endless for all of us. And if more people thought that way, I believe that other than us getting them involved, they would go out and start searching things. You know, they might see a video of, of Charlie or myself and say, geez, that looks pretty rough, but, you know, I'd like to go out and hit it. And this is what I'm saying. Mark, comment on any of that, please. Yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying, Eric. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you, you get home, you have good days at work, you have bad days at work. But I'll tell you, when you come home, whether you've had a good day, bad day, and you go to the gym, I don't yeah. think of nothing else. I nope. just want that weight to go up. And, you know, you start pumping, you're all pumped up by the end of the night. And, you, you know, we, we, we had a little competition the last week there. Um, 
you know, and, and you're taking the weights to certain weight, and you think I can't ever lift any more than that. And you know what? A few weeks later, you're doing it. You're bursting that. You're getting a PB, another PB, another PB. Yep. And that's what motivates you. Just because I'm 53, my daughters and my wife, why? You know, at your age. Well, no, I'm I'm stronger now than I ever was. Yep. You know, when I played rugby, I mean, I don't suffer for sore backs and that anymore because the exercises that myself and Charlie and Liam do has strengthened my back. You know, yep. I've strengthened my thighs, you know, I've strengthened my biceps, my quads, everything. So, you know, I feel, you know, way better now. Um, you know, and when I walk in with my grandkids to some places, they're thinking that I'm the father. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm the, yeah, I'm yeah. Grandfather. yeah. Well, not only that, Mark, you know what the thing is more than anything we talk about, especially when we had Lawrence and Charlie on here together, is you're an example. And I say this all the time, people don't really notice or they're so oblivious to everything. Kids are watching and listening to you all the time. I don't care what anybody tells you, they are. Kids are so damn smart and astute and they can smell a phony from a mile away. So not only is that a hell of a compliment to you, which you should really enjoy, but you know, you got grandkids. I'm sure you meet up with all different types of younger people, even people your age or older. They're listening to you. They got a filter and they're going to be like, well, this guy is the real deal. And I want to, you know, I want to talk to Mark some more. Maybe I want to get into his head and learn some stuff. So yeah, it's, I, I just think, you know, it is so important. And you can't be perfect all the time. None of us are. But man, oh man, once you get into these good habits, um, it's not very hard to be somebody that people are going to look up to and want to follow. Go ahead and comment on that. Yeah, well, what I'd like to say is we were out for a meal at the weekend there um, with Charlie and Jill and yep. uh, a few others. And there was an American guy in there I played rugby with. Tim Watson's his name from Louisiana. Okay. Um, he came across here and loved it that much. He didn't go back home again. Wow. Um, but this guy took a wee bit of depression and whatever else. He wouldn't mind me saying that. Um, and he, changed, he had to change his job. But when we, with Charlie posting us lifting and all these training sessions that we were doing, he actually came up to me and he says, wow, you know, 53, Mark. I thought when you finished the rugby, that was you finished, you know, on the dung heap, as we would say over here. Yeah. Um, and he wants to come and train, you know. And, That's and this awesome. Is a big, powerful guy from America played American football. Yep. Um, you know, so what we're doing, people are seeing it. It's exactly what you're saying. You know, they are listening and watching. Yeah. They just don't know they are. You know, yep. until yep. they actually come up and, you know, bring it to light. Yep. Know? Yep. Well, hey, you know yeah. what? You've already now took another step to helping somebody else so i mean that's what i'm yeah, saying sure. this, this is like a chain reaction if you if you do things and it keeps going and that's some great stuff uh charlie um why don't we finish off here with obviously why don't you tell everybody a little bit about you three will be the end of april obviously liam and mark are going to qualify for the gathering. So why don't you give everybody a little bit of that. I'll go to Mark, and uh, we'll just sum everything up, and uh, we'll finish up for today, please. Right, well, well, thank you, Eric. Well, as you referred at the beginning, I, had, I chatted a bit about the Ard Blair Stones. Yep. Uh, if anybody's interested in, in going to any of those events, there's five this year, and I think the first one is in uh, May, I think. I think it's the 27th of May um, in Glasgow. But anyway, there's... 
if you would like to find out more information, then go to the Facebook page, which is called The Ard Blair Stones. Alternatively, if you want to see some people in action, if you want to see myself or indeed Mark in action, then if you put our names into YouTube, then I'm, I'm every confident that the Ard Blair Stones, you'll see us taking part in that or, or, or doing some stone-related activity. Um, but, but yes, we're, we're hoping to go to the, the ga- well, we will be a feature at the gathering. Awesome. Uh, and obviously, if anybody goes to these events, please make yourselves known to myself, Liam or Mark, and we'd be happy to chat to you. And uh, we'll hopefully look forward to seeing some of your listeners there. That would be that would be a great thing to happen. That would be and, awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and and again, Eric, well, thank you very much for for having me uh, back on board. And uh, it was it's always a pleasure to speak to you. And uh, yeah, I'm 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 thrilled to have uh, had the opportunity to sure. Mark and Liam to have both been on the show. So thank uh, you very much. For that. Anytime, Charlie. You're always welcome here. You know that. And just so everybody knows, we'll announce this. Um, if you haven't gone out to the Art Blair Stones on Facebook, um, if you go out to the uh, Manly Men's Movement, we are now linked to the Art Blair Stones page. So, you know, you can find it anywhere now. So that's a great thing because we have Martin's page there. I want to have Charlie's page there. I'm sure we're going to be adding more down the road, especially now that the form has been all changed and it's not going to choke everything off. Now we're going to be able to do... Uh, a lot of other things. We've got a lot of ideas. Um, as you know, I'm calling uh, this place more and more now Strongman Central because it's got a great vibe. And um, I've got a blueprint written up right now where I want to go with that name. Um, I own the name. So it's uh, pretty interesting where we're going with it. Um, Mark, uh, add anything you'd like. Uh, you know, Tell us how you're... Tell us, tell us the anticipation for April, and um, then I'll take it from there when you're finished, please. It's pretty much massive. Um, I'm really hyped about doing this. Um, you know, I've been up there before. I've watched the guys doing it. You know, and there's a lot of you know cameras there, a lot of people there egging you on. Everybody's supportive, and you get your certificate once you've accomplished the wind under them. Um, yeah, and I've put a lot, a lot of hard training in for this, so. Really hyped to do this. Um, I mean, to put this into perspective, when I was a young lad and got married to my wife, my father-in-law said that he lifted the Denny's, but I don't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> and at that time, I didn't even know what the Denny's stones were. Yeah, and, yeah. And now there's me, all these years on, and God rest his soul, he's now now passed away. Um, I'm getting a chance to do it. So yeah. there's a lot of pressure on my my old shoulders to do this. Well, you never know either. Maybe he's standing right on your shoulder, huh? Well, I hope so. And he was a big lad as well, a big farmer, you know, 22 stone guy. He was a yep. big, big lad. So, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to it. I'd just like to take this opportunity to thank Charlie for all his help, um, you know, and, and, and get me to where I am now. And for yourself, for having me in the show. And there's one thing you must do for us is get yourself over here. I, look, and, uh, yeah. You'll love it. I know. Uh, I might be one of the guys that don't leave either. You know, I'm serious. Um, I've always said that I wouldn't mind going and living in Iceland for a while. So anything is possible because as long as I got Wi-Fi, I can travel for sure. Is there anything else you want to say, Mark? Yeah, you just mentioned Iceland there. Well, Charlie, I'll tell you, I've got a big Viking tattooed in my arm, and they kind of call me the Viking because I'm ginger hair, six feet two, blue eyes. Yep. And uh, I like everything about the the, the 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 men, you know, the myth, the whole shaboodle, you know, that yeah. goes with 
Yep. Being, you know, the Vikings, it just enthralls me. So, yeah, um, I'd love to visit there and hopefully myself and Charlie were speaking about going over um, and hopefully doing, doing, doing some of the stones over there. Yeah, I'm hoping, um, well, I'd like to get over there this year for sure, but, you know, if it comes down to this year, I mean, and I can free time, I'd love to meet up with you guys next year because Martin wants to go too because he'll be 40 years old and that's what he wanted to celebrate the Husafel Stone. Now, just to let you, Charlie knows this, I don't know if you heard me say it, but Bill Crawford was telling me off, off air that they think they discovered some more stones in Iceland. And I don't know if he's going this year. I think he might. He was supposed to be on today, but they're away, and he'll be on probably next weekend. Um, I'm going to ask him off air and if he wants to talk about it on air. But um, it's a magnificent place, and I look very forward to getting over there and getting that monkey off my back because that's a big monkey to move. And as I told Charlie, where I think – the initial tear started was in Latra. So um, would I like to do the whole leg we did in 08? Absolutely. It all depends. It depends if I want to come over with you guys or what. But um, it's a very interesting place, and I know you both will love it. Um, anything else, gentlemen, before I start signing off? Well, well, seeing as Mark said you know, such complimentary things about me, you just said I think it's only fair that I should uh, <laughs> thank him for, you know, we, we help each other. We're a team here, you know, yep, Liam, yep. Mark and I, we help each other out and we advise each other and it's great. So um, thanks, thanks, Mark. That was very kind. Uh, I feel I should get that out in the public domain. So <laughs> I'm just All right. No, that's okay. But thank you, Eric, obviously. Again, thank you, Eric. For a- anytime, me. guys. Anytime. I'm a big supporter and, you know, uh, we want to get stone lifting everywhere in the world huge, man, and just show people the quality individual you can build. Uh, this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions, Inc. As I said, 14 modules that will change your life. Also to our prosperity page on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Don't forget. Twenty-five, fifty, and one hundred dollar donation. Any of that we'd appreciate, and you get obviously the first module with twenty-five dollars. On a fifty, you get the first module, the beginning, and you also get a half an hour of strategy talk with me. And one hundred dollars will get you a full hour of strategy and the beginning. So there's no loss there anywhere. So. Go out, look at that. Anything you can donate, it goes right to my PayPal account. It's a piece of cake. Also, too, don't forget about going out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and just look at all the shows Charlie and I are building up pretty quickly. Also, too, um, we have our newsletter on the main page there. Um, sign up to that. Sign on to that anytime I put anything new out. Through MailChimp, it will be delivered to your inbox. Also, too, um, don't forget about advertising here. It's huge. The more advertising we get on here, the more money we make, the more we can do with the show. And, you know, as I say all the time, Papa John's decided to dump out of the NFL. Come here to Motivation Muscle. Drop a few million here. I guarantee you, you will have the best people pushing your product. I don't care if it's pizza or not. We want to talk to you. 
So think about that if anybody knows anyone affiliated with Papa John's. Also, too, um, don't forget about the uh, Fiorello Barbell Company YouTube channel. Real men, real strength, real power. Also, too, the Manly Men's page. It's the Manly Men's Manly Men's Movement on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Never apologize for being a man. And as I said, you can get a free strategy talking with me. Um, if you're in New York State, come on up to the FBC Stone and Steel Yard. It'll be nothing like you've ever done when you come here and train here. I promise you that. Also, too, you can talk to me anywhere via Skype all over the world. Charlie and Mark were speaking there in Scotland. I mean, I'm all over the map, so uh, don't be shy. Jump on board. Also, too, if there's a show you'd like any of us to do, Charlie and I, or if you like Mark or Liam or anybody, I'm sure we can get them back on. Go out and submit something to Fiorello Barbell at nicap.r.com. Also, too, iTunes and Stitcher, give us a five-star review. That's what we've got, and we thank everybody. If you want to get M&M in your car, the AHA directory, that's called AHA. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, five words can change their life, and it'll change yours, too, believe me. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You'd be amazed how many people are so lonely and walking around in circles. I'm not kidding you when I say that. Anywhere I'm at, I always make conversation or they make conversation with me. Um, you never know what you're doing for somebody. And you never know what you're getting from them either. I mean, um, it's it. people are very interesting. Let me put it to you that way. Um, also, too, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, Squat it, press it, pull it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And the great Hoose of Steel Stone Crusher says in blood red, domination, we are domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, who's been listening to Eminem from the beginning, when I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It'll be, it'll never change. If anything, it'll even get more. Also, too, Frank Klein, my greatest college professor in business. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Winners never quit, and quitters never win. My pop. Be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, my greatest chiropractor ever and like a father figure to me. He'd walk every patient in the door and say, keep smiling. Say that to yourself on your best or worst day or just walk around and say it. I guarantee you, you're going to be feeling dynamite. Also, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a 100 or more of your friends we're coming because we're not going to knock on your door. We'll blow the roof off your house. Join the family. Be part of this revolution. We'll be here for 30 more years, guaranteed. Also, too, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We got your back, and we believe in you. And I don't know many people in today's world that would even say that. Believe me. Charlie. Obviously, it's always an honor to have you on. I thank you, obviously, for all the support through Facebook. You're always making comments or, you know, I see you tagging it out there. Um, you know, obviously, a lifetime of success, and thanks for being on, brother. Likewise, Eric. Thank you very much. You know, I, I you know, I've 
motivation and muscle is going to go from strength to strength and uh, likewise with the Arblair stones I, I feel I feel we're on a you know we're on a similar mission here Eric we're gonna you know we're gonna gonna change things it's gonna be great I agree with you Mark um, welcome to the family it's an honor to have you on I hope you'll join me again and I'm looking forward we might even try to get a, a four-way call after you guys get back uh, at the end of April. So, you know, we will be in touch, and obviously I'm in touch with Charlie a lot, so you'll know what's going on too. But um, thank you for being on, my friend. No, it's been a pleasure. Great show. And just to all your viewers, all your men out there, keep banging the weights. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Heavy, heavy, heavy. As I say, I love drinking gallons of protein, heavy objects, man. And, you know, as they say, eat heavy, train heavy, sleep heavy, you name it. Anything with heavy is good here. So, for Charlie Oliphant and Mark Sheriffs, this is Eric Fiorello. Thanks for lift- listening. Um, this show will probably be up Monday. I have to get Mike's show up tomorrow. And um, we have Sean Berkey on tomorrow, and he's an interesting guest, let me tell you. So um, life is always asking something from you. Isn't it time to deliver? Get out there, lift something heavy, go against the tide in life, man. That's the power of everything. Remember, you are strength and power, and you all have genius in you. So have a great weekend, everybody. We will talk to you soon, and thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.